Okay. Hi. Welcome to the And Also podcast. I am your host, Madison, and today I am here with a very, very, very special guest. This is Jake. Hi. (laughs) So Jake is my boyfriend, if you guys did not already know, Um, and I figured he'd be the perfect first guest for my podcast. One, because I'm like comfortable around him and I feel like I could actually... Actually, no, I think it might be worse. I think it might be more awkward because I have the biggest crush on you. (laughs) So welcome back to the podcast. This is like our first real episode with a real guest. And I'm super excited about this. Thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) So exciting. I feel like you have a great voice for a podcast. Yeah. Tell them the story. Uh, so one time uh, at the restaurant that I work at, I was interacting with the table, and then all of a sudden this lady said that I had a really great voice for radio, but not the face, and then <laughs> just abruptly stopped, and that was that. I wonder if she realized like what she said and how it came off super weird. I don't know. I it's think like she just, so anti. Yeah, like she just wants to put a bag over my head and just listen to me. Yeah, she's like great talking <laughs> Got the skills, video. but you are she ugly. She just listens to the audio version. Do you listen to the audio version of podcasts or do you watch the video? I always put on the like the video on YouTube. I don't listen to too many podcasts, but if I do, I put on the video and then I'll just, if I watch it, I watch it. If I don't, I don't. What's your favorite podcast? And also by Mad Thread. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Mine is just Trish. <laughs> Oh, really? I would have never guessed that. <laughs> Who would have thought I'm the biggest Trisha Paytas fan that ever walked the earth? Okay. Today's topic is going to be, is juicy the right word? It could be. I mean, sounds great. Okay. I think <laughs> So today's podcast episode is all about healthy relationship dynamics and kind of getting out of the cycle of toxic or just like unhealthy relationships and also a bit about how we've broken those patterns in our relationship the things that we do to not hate each other not hate each other yeah because i'll be honest with you we've been together for six months well it will be six months and like by the time this is out it will be six months usually for me at the six month point i'm done i'm just like ew i'm not into you so for me to actually still like genuinely enjoy spending time with you and it feels just as like invigorating and amazing as it did when we first met is like so cool better better yeah yeah so we just wanted to talk about that because obviously the girlies watching we're all kind of like in our early mid-20s or even just like college age and relationships can be super super difficult to navigate so we figured hey we're in a healthy one Why not talk about it? But first, drink of the day. So today's drink of the day, I wish this was sponsored maybe one day. Poppy, the strawberry lemon flavor. If you guys have not tried this, you need it. Why, thank you. Have you had a poppy before? I have not, but apparently it's for a healthy gut. Yes, prebiotic soda. And everybody needs a healthy gut. Prebiotic soda. It's soda? It's not. It is soda, yeah, but I figured you wanted lemonade. Wait, you got to do it. We have to do an ASMR um, can pop. Oh. Ready? I don't know if that was pleasant. Damn. That was good. (laughs) Why am I having a hard time? 
That was pretty good, but I think I, I think I won that one. I sound okay. That doesn't sound like what I think you want to sound like. Okay. All right. First impression sip. I mean, at least for me. The smell is everything. It's pretty good. I was expecting more of a lemonade, but it's like a lemon flavored soda. Mm-hmm. But strawberry lemon flavored soda. It's almost like what it said on the label. What would you rate it? If it doesn't have a bunch of sugar in it, and it's actually somewhat good for you, and it's probiotic soda, I'd have to give it an 8.5. Okay, fair. 8.6. You should try the other flavors, too. They have, like, a cola. Yeah. And, like, a grape soda. And, like, a Fanta. Okay, and then also book of the day. This one is actually very important to me because I was reading this when we first started dating. What is it? It is called My Body Keeps Your Secrets. The author is Lucia Osborne Crowley. This is a 10 out of 10 read. I think everyone needs to read this book. This is one of the best books I have ever read in my life. Definitely a huge trigger warning for it because it talks a lot about S.A. and um, R word. (laughs) Did you just burp? I'm not supposed to say these things. And when I first read this, it was when we started dating, and it really made me realize a lot of the relationship trauma that I have dealt with in my life. If you guys literally know like this much about me, you know that there's trauma there. So I think it really helped me prepare for having a healthy relationship and like understanding my boundaries. It helped me learn why I wanted certain things in a relationship. Was it that I wanted them, or was it that I thought the other person wanted them? Um, and all the shame that kind of comes around being a woman in a relationship. So I think this is a fantastic book. I don't know. It it really brought to light that a lot of what we do in relationships with other people is just performance. And it's like, do you really want to be doing that? Or are you just doing it because you think that's what the other person wants? Or you think that's like what you're supposed to do? Five stars from me. You should read it. It's really good. That's all. Now that we have all of the things out of the way, we can get into... The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty, which is... Also, you should have gotten like three of these. I'm going to... It's gone. Well, luckily, I only have about four sips before I get sick of it, so... Oh, also shout out to the Bright Sighted Podcast Studio. The studio space is amazing. Come check it out if you're in upstate New York. I guess I wanted to kind of start by really introducing you and like our relationship when we met and kind of like where we were both at when we met well we met at a bar i met madison when i was with one of my good friends we were just out for a drink and we were playing darts and i saw madison standing there with her friend vince who i thought was your boyfriend looking back it's kind of funny to think that but at the time i just saw her and her friend and they were standing close to the dartboard, and I, from what I remember, it just looked like they were interested in playing. So I offered, not thinking or having any motivations. And we played some darts. Um, I thought you had just the coolest personality. And my friend and I both were just thinking to ourselves, there was like just something different about you. And of course, you were really cute, and I think you were fitted up, and you smelled good. So like all the green, the green flags. But yeah, we just had a really good time playing darts, and we, uh, after we were done, we kind of sat down and we're talking about fragrances, which you uh, 
went to school partially for. And I think you were rating some of the colognes that I had and telling me whether some of them were good or not. But as far as the point of my life that I was in, um, I was kind of, I wasn't really looking for anything in particular. I've had too many issues in the past trying too hard to find love and find a girlfriend and just putting too much energy towards it when in reality a lot of the times when you find a great life partner it just happens on its own and I think a lot of people can attest to that. I'm trying to think when I got out of my last relationship before that I think it was at least six months to a year but I was over my last relationship. Um, I Actually, it might have been a little bit over a year because I think I, it was. I think you said like a year and a half. Yeah, because I remember being kind of lonely. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, this single thing is getting a little. Yeah, <laughs> it just got to a point where I just kind of wanted somebody to like keep me company in a way, <clears throat> just somebody to share experiences with. One of our friends told me that a few months leading up to us meeting, that you were like talking about feeling lonely and like kind of wanting to find somebody, but like not wanting to try too hard and like not wanting to, you know, go on like a million dates just to find the right fit. Like mm -hmm. you were just hoping to meet somebody. Because I'm not really the type of person and it, like I wish I had a bit more confidence in that way, but I'm really not the type of person to just go up to a girl that I think is attractive and hit on them. Um, it helps more if they're kind of in your friend setting and you can just casually talk to them, but I don't like um, just approaching random people and giving the riz, as people would say. <laughs> right, and I don't like making people feel uncomfortable, and I'm very empathetic, so not that I've really experienced that too often. I think I typically don't make people uncomfortable, but it just like the thought and fear of that kind of deters me from doing that. Everyone that's met you has said a similar thing, which is that you're like very calm and you're very inviting and, and like all my girlfriends feel safe and comfortable with you, which is the coolest thing ever because I've never really had that before. And I think it's so natural for women to just automatically feel unsafe with men. I've witnessed that firsthand plenty of times and I yeah. can, guys are weird. Yeah, so for my friends to even feel safe around you is so cool. Like, I can leave you with Alexis and not be scared that you're going to, like, hurt her. And it's it sounds, like, dramatic, but there's a lot of people where that's, like, legitimately a risk. I was at the point in my life, as most people, I think, are at 22, 23, getting out of college and um, not really being too sure what they want to do in life. Um, so I was at a point in life where I was comfortable making good money not really bettering myself in too many ways. I'm always trying to at least be aware of myself and progress and this and that. But I just kind of felt a bit stagnant in the fact that I didn't really have anybody that I could really relate to. Overall, I was just in a very stagnant place in life and I was just getting a little bit lonely. Like I enjoyed my alone time and I wanted to enjoy that because I knew once you like get a girlfriend or this or that, not that it's been an issue for us. That's actually one of the things yeah. I really love about you is how much you respect my space. We're gonna talk a lot about that because yeah. I think that's a, a major issue a lot of people have in relationships, but yeah, continue. But I was just, yeah. A little lonely. <laughs> Not to make a huge depressing sob story, but I was just a bit lonely. Oh, actually, that's another big point is I didn't like the idea of having like a serious relationship living at my parents' house because I don't really have my own space. And when I was at college, it was different because you have your own area. Um, you're kind of your own person, more independent and whatnot. But 
when you're living at your parents' house, it's just like I don't want you so to different. come over and hang out in my mom's basement or something, you know? So <laughs> Also at the time, I was living in New York City. Yeah. So there's also that whole thing. So where I was at in my life was very, it was a very complicated time. So I was on my way out of a relationship with the person I was living with in the city and we dated for over three years and it was just like it was just fizzling out we both kind of knew that we wanted it to be over but you know it it's complicated when you're living with someone and there's a lot of history so we were kind of in the end stage of things and then my ex regis who i dated before that last relationship he committed suicide and that's why I was in upstate New York to begin with because I really didn't come up here much but when Regis died I needed to be with family needed to you know help with all of that stuff because I'm, I'm still really close with his family and was still close with him so that happened and that's what brought me upstate and I was like super depressed, grieving, miserable, kind of also wanted to die myself. My friend Vince was like, hey, we need to get you out of the house. Let's go like grab a drink. And it was the first time I had gone to that bar and we met. <laughs> what a diamond in the rut that bar is. For real. It's like, <laughs> it's not giving. I was 1 million percent not looking for anything at all. Like, I did not want to be in a relationship. I was very afraid of being in a relationship. I had been, at that point, between Regis dying and everything that was going on with the person I was, like, falling out with, I was so traumatized and, like, afraid of giving any energy to somebody else who, in my mind, it's like, okay, this is going to be the same cycle again. So and then you saw how good I was at darts and you said, damn, that's the guy I want to marry. <laughs> and how good you smelled. I don't know what I was wearing that day. Aqua Probably Aqua Di Gio. We met that first time and I don't even think we exchanged information. It was just like, oh, we play darts. That's it. I think we follow each other on Instagram and that was it. But I don't really use Instagram or at least didn't at all at the time. Yeah, we did not talk at all at that point, and we just happened to run into each other again, and we just hung out for, like, the whole night. It was super fun. Once again, we still didn't, like, really talk after that, and that was probably, like, end of December. We didn't start talking until April of this year. Yeah, that's kind of, like, our background, or like, our backstory. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. I guess I want to talk about our past attachment styles in relationships and like how how they have changed what's yeah your, yeah um so it's kind of funny because i go through stages but it's funny because whenever i'm in a new relationship or meeting a new person and trying to get to know somebody i'm um i'm kind of not necessarily clingy but there's this feeling you get when you sense the other person's not as into you as you are to them, and it makes you kind of overcompensate mm -hmm. and try to act too nice and try to want to spend too much time together, and you kind of... Guilty. You, you Literally give, me. Literally me. You give off, like, the energy that, um, that you'll, like, just do anything and this and that, and it's kind of like a turnoff for a lot of people. 
I wouldn't say I'm too extreme, but um, with one of my ex-girlfriends, it was really funny because um, I was really, really into her and she was into me too. But I was the one who sort of initiated like wanting to date after we hung out and everything for a few times. And it was funny because she didn't want to date at the time. She just wanted to be like a non-labeled couple. Further down the road, she wanted to date me, and then I didn't want to date her. So I guess what I'm trying to say We've is all that, been there. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the beginning, it, it depends. Um, in the past, I've normally been very like attached and semi clingy, but then as time goes on, I start to, um, I guess, get comfortable in the relation in the relationship. But also, I feel more secure, so I don't feel the need to actually put out. Um, this like extreme amount of effort and I'm just I need more space further down the road and then I start thinking like if this is going to be a long-term relationship I could possibly see you for the rest of my life like what's the need on spending so much time together all the time 24 7 because I know a lot of people and I've got a lot of friends that are in relationships that are just together 24 7 mm -hmm. and if it works for them it works for them but I just know that I like at the end of the day, I am a loner. I like my space. I like to think on my own without, like, even if you're just in the room not saying anything, like, it's just different. Like, I need to have my own area, time, and space to just think and do whatever, watch a movie, play a game, read a book. So let's just get into that because it's, it's really a huge theme in terms of our ability to maintain a healthy relationship. I truly think that if you didn't set that boundary from day one, I don't know if we would be together today. Honestly, I think we would have wound up resenting each other. And when I look at my past in relationships, I am a dependent attachment style. Like I'm an anxious attachment style where everything makes me nervous and I'm still very much like that. I love reassurance, I, I need it. I've never been with somebody who has set boundaries. Usually I'm the person who sets boundaries. They're usually not respected. But to be with someone who also sets boundaries has really taught me like I need to learn how how to navigate somebody else's boundaries. With that, like from the beginning of our relationship, you have been very clear that like, hey, this has been an issue for me in the past. I haven't gotten the space that I needed. It made me resentful. It made me miserable and, and made me not want to hang out with the person anymore so for this to be healthy when I say I need space it's not personal it's just that I need space and it's for the betterment of both of us and I think knowing that from the start has been amazing versus having to like figure that out together um, so the fact that you did that from the beginning was so good for our relationship because I'm the type of person like I will spend 24 7 with you but because you set that boundary and I wasn't able to, it actually helped me to learn that I don't need to be with you 24-7 either. And it makes our time together that much more special. Yeah, and to build off of that too, part of the reason why I like having space and just from experiences with past relationships, I think it just um, allows you or rewires your brain to just realize that you come first from both of our perspectives like I don't think that you should be completely reliant at least this mm -hmm. early in a relationship marriage and everything like that's different depending on the person not that I would know but it just makes it so you come first and you 
progress as a person and you're not so caught up in thinking about the other person all the time to the point where you forget about yourself and it just makes yeah. you feel better about I think everything in general to the point where I think when you get so dependent on your relationship partner it just opens so many doors for like toxicity and manipulation Jealousy. to the point where they yeah. can control you because they know how dependent they are on you and I think it also helped me feel safe especially just from how I am with relationships kind of being a bit hesitant and like scared where you have space and you're able to just communicate a lot and not be so pressured into like the imagery or mm -hmm. just what you think a relationship should be like versus what you need. Like, it makes you feel more safe. I think for us, uh, safety has been a huge theme from like day one. Um, and I say this a lot because it also goes back to this very fantastic book that you should read. Feeling safe with somebody really sets the bar for being able to talk to each other, trusting each other, knowing that like if I'm having an issue, I can bring it up with you and I know that it's not going to be an argument and that we can actually talk about things and not just scream at each other. Because I think in the past there was a lot of like tension and just bringing up hard things was it was never like let's sit down and talk about this and like work through what we're feeling. It was always blame. Or like, it's your fault that this happened. Or why can't you just do this better? And that's just never been a thing for us. Like, we've literally never fought. We're not perfect. We have issues in our relationship. But when they come up, we talk about them. And we don't get mad at each other. We don't raise our voices at each other. I don't think I could ever raise my voice at you. That would horrify me. I would literally put myself in jail. I'd be like, take me in. But we're very gentle with each other and I think that's just allowed us both to feel safe in that we can f we can be open with each other about difficult things for example we had a difficult conversation a few nights ago and I was like horrified to bring it up because you were really scared I was horrified for a million reasons I think that's just because my experience has notoriously been getting yelled at or fighting or not being listened to or not being taken seriously or being taken the wrong way. You really helped me to let go of that fear and you reassured me that I can talk to you about something, even if it's hard, even if you don't want to hear it, even if it sucks to hear. And the conversation went super well and we both felt better after it. Just like gentle communication and like making sure that your partner feels safe is... And just leaving ego behind. Yeah being able to just actually see things for what they are instead of what they could be perceived as. Having an individual life outside of your relationship is so important, but I think the reason a lot of couples don't have that is because they don't trust each other to have that. They don't trust that like, oh, my boyfriend's going to go hang out with his boys, but then it's like, oh, what is he really doing? And I think that's part of the issue is like you have to establish trust and safety and openness in order to grow individually because if you don't you're gonna there's gonna be tension there mm -hmm. a lot of it builds from trust and just communication so what do you think are the strengths of our relationship i think that we are just really on the same page ever since day one we just had this connection that we both really just like we could just look at each other and kind of just understand who we are 
Like, we just understand each other so well. And that just kind of is a very solid foundation and building block to, I think, every relationship. I think a lot of people just start off relationships based off of the wrong things and they Mm kind of just get attached and they don't really have good, solid foundations of communication and everything. And I think it's really just simple. I think relationships are simple as long as you just are able to talk to each other. You just have to be good at communicating and really expressing your feelings. And I think guys especially have a a hard time with that. I would say the biggest thing is just being able to talk to each other and both having humility and not having huge egos and being able to build trust and just our overall vibe and connection. I think that's really all it is. But we're also we're similar in a lot of ways in that we're both super neurotic and that we can <laughs> we have patience. We have a lot of yeah. patience for each other because um, we just get it. Because we've been there. Yeah. We're probably there. <laughs> yeah. And I can sense a lot of, uh, like, I can feel trauma that you've had in past relationships. And I can just feel it being brought up a lot, sometimes just out of nowhere. I let you, I understand. I just let you have your moment. I tell you, like, if you need, I, I'm not overbearing, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think it's very easy to just be like, what do you need? Blah, blah, blah. You should do this. You should like, do let that. me fix you. Let me fix you. Let me fix yeah, you. Yeah, I think you just, you just need to know that I hear you and that's it. Yeah. Have you know that you can talk to me or I can talk to you when we're having issues. And I think you're very good at giving um, your opinion or your advice whenever I'm having a hard time and you give me really great advice. And it's very inspiring in a lot of ways, aside from just what you say to me. You're a good role model. Oh, thank you. I'm literally obsessed with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say all of the same things. And also, haha, I get it because it's called and also and also one of my fears going into our relationship was that you were not going to be a deep person Mm. i was very very afraid of that which is so funny because because i'm probably like the deepest deepest darkest no i need somebody who's very like intelligent very like thinks about things deeply like i can't sit there and talk about fantasy football (laughs) which you don't do (laughs) There's a time and a place, you know? Yeah. Like, I just can't sit there and talk about, like, boring, stupid stuff. Like, I need substance. And I was really afraid because you're, like, pretty and you're attractive that you were going to be giving nothing. I was very mistaken. You're I'm a girl's girl. You're a girl's girl. All my friends say that he's a girl's girl. And that is, like, the biggest compliment ever you are extremely deep and you bring some really cool opinions to the table we can talk about interesting things together and like learn from each other i just think you're very like intellectual and you don't even really realize it and i think you have you have so much like amazing skill sets and just talents that you have not tapped into yet but they're just like all sitting there and they're all amazing and you're just you're so cool you are literally the coolest person (laughs) and I feel like I'm always learning something new about you and I love watching you grow and I love seeing you change and tap into new things or just like I don't know like even with your style (laughs) He was like a skinny jeans, white t-shirt kind of guy when I met him. Like it was bad. The, the classic white boy fit. It was bad. Like if you go on Pinterest and you type in white boy outfit, <laughs> literally that's what he would be wearing. And it was not giving because for me, I'm a fashion girly. So just like seeing your style evolve has been super cool. And seeing you like 
get into fragrances and skincare and decorating your room like just all these plants yeah plants like all these little interests that you have are you're so interesting to me and i think we can share our interests with each other like you would have never ever 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 caught me on a golf course (laughs) ever but we take chances on each other right and we do fun things together golf wine and babies And beer and bagels. Yeah. And what else? Those are my essentials. There's a few more too. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to see you actually like start taking partial interests or having your mind be um, influenced just by my presence and being with you. I think it's kind of sweet. It's cool because you actually make things fun. Like I know that if I do something with you, it's not going to be like miserable and you're not going to be like yelling at me the whole time. If you convince me to go golfing you're gonna make it super fun and you're gonna make me realize the enjoyable parts and it's just it's really cool like being able to open each other's minds and stuff what challenges have we faced as a couple and what did we do to overcome them how did we you know come to the other side that's a tough question as much as we have had a few like little tiffs not that they were bad it's just kind of hard to like think back and just pinpoint one because most of our if not all of our issues have been resolved, so it's not like I'm dwelling or even thinking about it. But um, I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you could help. I kind of I feel the same way. Bring over, something there's up. There's really nothing. We really haven't had anything Mm-mm. too monumental. I would say though, like an issue that we've kind of had is um, you just being kind of closed off. Right. Yeah. I would say that's. And scared. Yeah, that's actually a good one. I'm the type of person who's like extremely open and extremely Mm -hmm. like affectionate and extremely like, here's how I feel. Like you really can't miss it. Mm -hmm. All the whole spectrum of emotions. I can tell that you like and need reassurance because you project that on like, not Mm -hmm. project it, but like you, you reassure me constantly. And it's something that I wish I could work on is complimenting you more. Like I think I do a a lot for from my perspective, but from your perspective, it's not even close. So that's something every two seconds. I'm like, oh, you're so cute. Yeah, you're so handsome. Look how cute you are. I just kind of smirk and smile at you, and that's you like kick your feet. Yeah, but I think overall, like, I'm the type of person who's, like, very, very vocal about how I'm feeling, whether it's good or bad. Like, you'll know. Uh Uh-huh. But Um, I think the way that we've sort of addressed that is me just kind of trying to make you understand as best as you can where I'm coming from. Yeah. Because it is, like, a legitimate thing that I just have, like, issues with. Yeah, and I think... The more context you've given me, the more I can, like, be empathetic and, like, understanding, like, oh, he doesn't do this thing because of this experience or he has a hard time talking about this because of this experience. It definitely doesn't give you or at least me an excuse to, like, not improve upon that. There's always room for an improvement. And just, yeah, you brought it up. I explained to you sort of where I'm coming from and I try better to be nice also something important that we have learned that's helped our relationship in that aspect is um, when I have an issue, let's say he has not been affectionate. This is just an example, but like, let's say you're not being affectionate and I bring it to you and I tell you, here's how I'm feeling. And then he will give me an explanation like, hey, I'm doing this because of this past experience. I'm going to try to work on it. And 
I the the ball is then in my court to attack you or try to argue or try to get what I want out of the conversation or I can listen and be open and like really try to understand where you're coming from and we both do that a ton with each other if we're having a problem there's no sort of like I need to prove the other person wrong sort of energy like Mm -hmm. we don't have that like oh I need to be right so I need to argue with you and I think it's just because we're talking about traffic directions yeah, we get vicious. That's when we get vicious, huh? Yeah, I I'm think like, the, no, I think the biggest argument is in the, the car. Right she likes to drive Move on the over. side of the road. Please, just if you ever see a, a silver Mercury, that's an old person, 1998 car. Just <laughs> turn around. Don't get in the passenger seat. Anyways, continue. Yeah, we never attack each other. We never have to prove each other wrong. We just want to say how we feel, and we also know going into that conversation that the other person's actually going to listen and try their best to be as receptive as possible. And that's super cool. And I think it's because of how we were raised. I know how much not being listened to, not being understood, not being heard, like how much it takes a toll on you. So I try to do that for you. How do we maintain a sense of connection and intimacy in our relationship? And I ask this because for me, after like the first month of being with someone, I literally want nothing to do with them. I'm just like... That's usually me. Yeah, I remember you saying that early in our relationship and it concerned me because that's how I also am. I was like, damn, what if we both like don't want anything to do with each other? Like, Which is part of the reason why I wanted to take things slow and not get like, you kind of get burnt out after hanging out with somebody extensively over mm-hmm. short periods of time, especially awesome. in the very beginning. Not to keep circling back to the same point over and over again, but I think having space really does... Um, help that yeah there's there's a few things that we do um but number one having space lets me lets me just it takes me out of our relationship world it puts me in my own world for a little bit where I can kind of get what I need and just feel good and then I can return back to that and I'm more like I'm I'm in like a more positive slash lovey because like sometimes like after a few days of like or however long of not hanging out we'll hang out again and then you're just like oh my god you're so cuddly this and that um and i think it's just because you allow me to be my own person and just like actually like get what i need and just having what you need in a relationship just makes everything better but aside from that you're just as goofy as we are we're kind of romantic and we do like I'll get you flowers here and there just for like no reason or I think actually when was that was it a birthday date or I can't what, what even was the reason when we went to all those we did all those things like got the fragrance oh with the cards mm-hmm. we did that date where like you hold up the cards in the person picks and they don't know what it's going to be and then you just have to do whatever is on the card. Yeah, you just had a really cool date idea. Yeah, Yeah, it was just because it was a cool date idea and it just made me feel like a princess as I normally do. (laughs) You're so spoiled. He's so spoiled. He's such a princess. I mean, you do it to me, but yeah, I am. But I love it. Yeah. I love it for both of us. We just do, we just do little cute things and we, we are conscious, aware and vocal about needing to have time together, like intimate, personalized time together where we're actually like talking we just like sit in my bed and just like talk about stupid stuff for hours and we're just i think really really good match i think we also have a mentality and i've never really said this out loud but like it's something i've always kind of thought with you is that we're always dating we're never getting too comfortable we're always dating each other and we're always 
doing things as if we're still like getting to know each other we always act like we're still just falling in love with each other um which i think we are and i think our mentality in our relationship makes it so that we can continue those like butterfly feelings but yeah instead of like getting comfortable and settling in we're still doing what people see as like small things when you're dating like getting each other flowers or yeah. going on cute dates like we're, i think we're always gonna do that and i think a big thing about that too is that we both put in effort it's not yeah. it's not one-sided because that can be an issue a lot of the time where it's always just one person and i've always told you that it's um i always want to treat you the way you make me feel you know yeah. i don't want it to just be like one of those things where you're constantly doing x y and z like for me and i yeah. just don't give it back so i think it's just we're both very on the same same level same page I really wanted to talk about navigating change and growth because I think this is going to be a huge oh. theme in our relationship. Yeah, um, that's something that's pretty pretty big and kind of scary sometimes. It's very scary. And I feel like a lot of couples don't talk about it until it comes up and then they're not prepared. Um, I think our relationship, for me, it started at a time where I was experiencing extreme change. Um, I had just moved back from the city. I was just going through like a lot of major changes in my life. You, your life is a total movie. It really is. It's I like can't unreal. Believe, I my can't life believe is the stuff you say to me, like what's <laughs> going on. It's absolutely insane. I know. And everyone tells me that they're like, girl, what, where do you find these people? I'm like, if I knew I would stop going there to find them. I have been through a lot of change. I feel like you are on the horizon of some major change in your life. Um, but even when we met, like you were just moving out of your parents' house, you were going yeah. through changes yourself. And I think um, entering our relationship when we were both going through a lot of change was intense, but it's definitely going to prepare us for the future. Like I want to move back to the city in the future and you don't know what you want in terms of like where you want to be and like what you want for your career. And I'm kind of like growing this separate career and there's just, there's a lot of change on the horizon. So I guess... How, how do we support each other through that? You know, how have we and how will we going forward? It's just a lot of balancing and making sacrifices where you know they're worth it. Um, some changes are big, like moving to the city. I know that's going to be something that I have to think about. Not that I'm a country boy, but I like, I like quiet, which is why I live by the woods and you live above a bar. <laughs> and ironically you want to come over and sleep at my house because it's quiet but then you also want to live in the city but change is something that there's no answer to you just gotta really talk <laughs> like, everything kind of circles yeah. back to communication and what you're willing to sacrifice and what it means and for what reason and why and but also considering what you want for yourself mm -hmm. and not just doing something because you know it will make the other person happy Granted, I think you're you are worth a lot of things that I would not have done for anybody else. But still, you know, keeping ourselves at the forefront of that mm -hmm. and saying, like, is this really what I want or is this what I'm willing to do for the relationship or is this what the other person wants? It's really hard, especially when you're like in love with somebody to kind of figure out like where is where is this decision coming from? That's where a lot of the long-term relationship things come into play, like aside from just personality and attractiveness and 
this and that. It's like, where do your value stand? Where do you actually like? It's a really hard time for a lot of relationships, I feel like, and it can mm -hmm. get people stuck in a lot of ways. And I'm hoping that doesn't end up becoming a problem for us. Do something that works for both of you and support each other and give your thoughts on whatever is happening. If it's the job change, or if it's a environment change, that's really the only environment for us is the only thing that I think will be maybe not an issue, but an issue. Because if I move to the end up moving to Brooklyn or the city or whatever, and I hate it, not that I think I will, but I do have a lot of friends and family here that I'd probably miss. Where do, where do you go from there? Like... I think, and something we've talked about too, is usually in relationships, you, you, you know, your first phase is the honeymoon stage. And then you go into your power struggle after that and you figure out like, what do we want? Why are we here? For us, uh, we started, I think, like we had a brief honeymoon phase, but then we put it on pause and we went straight to the power struggle phase. And I think we worked out a lot of the kinks in our relationship and figured out like what we want. And now that we've done a lot of that, we are kind of able to sit back and be in our honeymoon phase mm -hmm. and not feel the impending doom of like, when is this honeymoon phase going to be over? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's actually going to be consistent for our relationship because we're actively working through those things that come up. And we've gotten a lot of that hard, like struggle kind of work out of the way. Um, and we don't try too hard to like constantly be in that lovey-dovey we just let it like we just have fun together like we just yeah. like you're actually like my best friend aside from my girlfriend like we can just have Aww. fun you've never said that i haven't no no that's so sweet i love talking about deep things but i've never really been with anyone that felt that i felt like really understood me when they would give me their opinion on things i'd just be like when is this gonna be over <laughs> But with you, I just genuinely love hearing you talk. And I love hearing all of your thoughts on things. And yeah, it's great. It's great just being with someone that I feel like understands me. And I also like am so willing to hear and understand. So based on like our experiences, whether it's, you know, past or our relationship now, what advice would we give to other couples who you know, are trying to learn how to have a healthy relationship with each other. I don't really think I'm the type of person to give other people relationship advice, <laughs> especially when the longest relationship I've been in is a year. But I can just tell from our dynamic that you can just tell when you're with the right person. And if you start having any sort of recurring doubts over long periods of time, it's usually for a good reason. I'm sure you can work that out, but if not, you kind of have to just take care of yourself at the end of the day. Sometimes it takes advice or just talking to somebody like a friend or relative, and you just got to take care of yourself at the end of the day. And if you're not happy, and even if you feel selfish, which I've had that problem in the past, sometimes it's just for the best. And if you can't give 100% of yourself to your partner because of X, Y, or Z, then you just got to talk about it, and if that means breaking up, and whether it's pretty or not, you just got to do it and rip off the Band-Aid and continue on, and just trust yourself, be confident in yourself. You don't have to necessarily be confident about everything, but just be confident in your intentions. I also think giving each other space. 
Yes. Um, respecting boundaries. Yes, res- setting boundaries and respecting boundaries. I think before you get in a relationship, um, or you're thinking about getting into a relationship with someone, it's important to kind of figure out what your non-negotiables are. Like, these are my hard boundaries. This is what I'm not okay with. This is what I could be flexible on, and this is what I'm open to. Because if you can establish that within yourself, and you can hold yourself to maintaining that, it's going to be better for your relationship. Like, for you, a non-negotiable is, like, when you need space, you need space. And if I'm going to invade your personal space, I'm not going to have fun when I'm there, and you're going to be miserable, and it's going to cause a lot of resentment. So things like that, just respecting each other's boundaries, having quality time together that feels meaningful and feels... I'm tired. (laughs) That's a wrap. (laughs) Literally passing away by the minute. I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. If you are entering a new relationship or you're in a relationship and you're having struggles or doubts or you're having a hard time maintaining your space and your boundaries, I hope hearing some of these things was just reassuring and uh, helpful and even interesting. Um, Do you have any closing thoughts? Your mom. Wow, thank you so much for that. What's the drink called again? Poppy. Poppy. Strawberry lemonade. Get it. Buy it. Thumbs up for more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you guys would like to see Jake back for another episode, I think we would love to do that. Definitely let us know what you would like us to talk about. Or do. He wants me to go golfing on the podcast. I want to do fun things. Girlie's got to get a nap now. (laughs) I need to be put down. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of the And Also podcast. Thank you so much to Jake for coming on and being a guest and just being open and honest and interesting. Delectable. And thanks for being my boyfriend. Of course. I love you. I love you too. If you are watching this episode on YouTube, make sure you click the subscribe button, give it a thumbs up, um, and share it with your friends who might be having some relationship struggles. We all know at least one and if you are streaming this on any of the streaming platforms definitely give it a five star rating add it to your library and definitely stay tuned for the next episode with a very fun fresh exciting guest see you next time stay classy san diego peace love coffee